Yeah. Are you recording? I can't say anything funny if you're not recording. I'm recording. Hello and welcome to the Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. Welcome. Hey guys. To <laughs> welcome. This week. <laughs> This show, this episode's gonna be a shambles. I know it. Guess what I did? I also didn't get. Um, I didn't grab the uh, like any of my information that I wanted to grab. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't check. I'm. I know I just didn't do it. (laughs) So I'm doing it now. It's okay. You can do it now, and I'll point out that we had (laughs) ten thousand feed hits. That is so exciting. Our podcast. So thank you. You have to explain to me what that means. I was like, wait, what is that? How? It's not. What is that? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Thanks for uh, listening to us. Yeah. yeah, we really meant that. Like I said that when I posted on like Twitter, I was like, no, we're serious when we're happy that you <laughs> listen yeah. to us. We just do this for us, just, really. Yeah, it's really an excuse to just talk to each other once a week. But we're very yeah. happy that you enjoy and join in on our conversations. Yeah. Remember, if you have any, you know, negative, positive feedback or whatever, any ways that we can improve the show or things you like about the show, you should always, like, drop a line. We're friendly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's See, a very just like friendly. that. Yeah. We are. Just like that. That's what happened. <laughs> you too. Oh, man. Uh, so. Do you have a well, shirt what, moment this week? Oh, we want to do that? Okay. I was going to say what holidays oh, we holidays. have. We can do that first. I forgot. No. Well, because we aren't that excited about it. I guess so. Yeah, we did. We did. We settled on National Feel the Love Day. Well, because it's us, so we need to feel the love sometimes. We feel love all the time. And let's see. The link that it posted to is like a blog post where someone shares his feelings or her feelings about Feel the Love. Oh. Um, And it's a little story, so you can read it. It's very long. I'm not going to read it right now. Don't do it. (laughs) No. Feel the love. All day. Sweet. So a second runner-up in my heart was uh, Acorn Squash Day, because I do like me some Acorn Squash. <laughs> it's good. I also, like a, a close runner-up is your birthday tomorrow. We're That's tomorrow. We're that celebrating is tomorrow. that all week, though. I kind of am. Well, I didn't really do anything on Monday. <laughs> I just didn't move. I have almost, like, it's not a cold, but it's kind of allergies. I think I'm slightly allergic to uh, ginkgo. Is that right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Trees. The ginkgo trees are in bloom. Not bloom, but they shed their shit here about like between now and October. And I remember last year when I had just moved that they're all around my building. And I remember that was kind of snotty and like tired mm-hmm. uh, last year. So I drink uh, nettle tea, just dried nettles, literally, and it helps. And so I've been doing that again, and it seems to make a difference. But it just makes me kind of tired. Yeah. So we didn't do anything on Monday when uh, it was also the day before school started. So I just was like, I'm just going to hide in my room. I finished American Gods. I watched some, I think, Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23, which I also finished. It's weird having this like time where I didn't work and I didn't go to school. I finished so much like social thing, not social media, um, just media, not social media, just media stuff. So don't get used to it. Um, I know that's the thing. Like I, I went ahead and got, I kind of 
did and read and saw everything that I needed to before um, uh, school started, basically. Good. You got so, all got all my stuff in. Um, yeah, tomorrow's a birthday. I don't have any plans. I'm starting an internship. So it's like, and I don't know how long I'm going to be there because the normal day would be six hours. Uh, it's actually a class that's connected to an internship. And I don't know if we're going to be there six hours the first day or not. I hope not. I have absolutely no clue. So, I mean, I may be getting out, you know, at like three. I may be getting out at, um, what's, what is nine plus six? I can't remember. Um, yeah. Is that three? three? I don't know. And I don't know what kind of breaks we have. And I'm sure I'll get a lunch break. So it's kind of, it's people are more excited about birthday than I am. Like you've sent me 800 presents. <laughs> That should be part of my sugar baker moment. Let's see. I want to just dive right in that like people have sent me presents already. You uh, bought a tree in my honor, right? Mm-hmm. And then you also donated to my walk, which is going to be on the 24th for St. Jude's. And you also sent me um, a beautiful giant Cuisinart pan that is wonderful because we have very bad pans here. We have like a community kitchen and they all suck and I hate making anything on them because <laughs> everything sticks or it's like a lot of Teflon is going to be in your food basically. So that was pretty exciting. And my brother sent me um, the microphone that I'm talking on right now Yay. And, uh, and a little uh, Holtzman figurine from Ghostbusters because I love Holtzman. And uh, and yeah, my friend Jennifer sent me a package today of like just amazing random stuff. It's pretty cool. And people are sending texts like, hey, we need to do something for your birthday. So I think I'll probably end up doing something tomorrow night. <laughs> I think my friend Elizabeth makes a cake usually and she's a really good baker. So I'll have that. Oh, but my um, actual sugar baking moment was my tr- uh, present to myself to go to Yankee Stadium last night to see the Toronto Blue Jays play the New York Yankees. Too bad that was, lost. Uh, I was so annoyed because they were actually doing really well. They because um, you were there at the because uh, I was there. I got I at first was really um, what is that word? Are you superstitious about things? Like I had to post a picture of uh, myself in my hat. And the funny thing is, I got um, the hat that I bought for the Blue Jays is like just a red maple leaf because I walked past. I went to one of those cheesy like Canada gifts stores when I was in Toronto to get stuff for my friend that was watching my animals. And then there was like a, one of those stores that had like jerseys and hats right beside it. And I was going to leave in like two hours or something anyway. And I saw this hat and I liked it and it was the only one that was like it. And then I was like, if that fits my head, I'm buying it. (laughs) And it did, but it's funny because it did, but like most of the, I actually want to get like a beanie that has the proper, like, Blue Jay and Maple Leaf is what I like. Mm. Or like a t-shirt. They're really cute and stuff. But so like I have like just a red Maple Leaf on mine. So like you could, if you don't know that that's a Blue Jay thing, which surprisingly my dad did know that that's a Blue Jay thing. You could just think I really like Canada or like Maple Leafs or something. I didn't do that on purpose. It's just kind of the one that I picked. Um, So I wore that and I was a little scared that I was going to get like punched in the face going to Yankee Field. But as soon as I went, there were other like Blue Jays people and it was like, oh, and yeah, I was there. And um, uh, yeah, but at one point I was superstitious about if they were losing, I would post a picture of myself in my hat and then they'd win. (laughs) And then I started to realize there's no actual correlation. I'm ridiculous. 
But they played a very good game. Both teams actually played a very good game. It is a little hard to be a Blue Jays fan in Yankee Stadium, though, because like it, they were fine, you know. Um, but like when there were some people who were like, "Let's go Blue Jays," and then like the whole stand just starts booing. That's so mean. <laughs> it was rude. kind of, it was kind of like you know. I mean, uh, yeah, sometimes stereotypes work. <laughs> <laughs> It's like basically Toronto versus New York City, you know, like, oh, you know, some stereotypes. Um, but it was really fun. And I went and had like a cider. I got like a $10 ticket that was up as far as you can get. But I could still see everything. I could see like who was playing and stuff. I got like a cider and I got some fries later on in the night. And then eventually it was kind of misting a little bit. And I told myself I would leave by about 10 because I want is going to take a bit to get back home. And I had started class this morning so i was like okay they're they're winning it's kind of a little misty i'm gonna leave and then literally as soon as i left they started losing i was so pissed like no. the yankees were but they only lost by one. Oh, that's not uh, bad. they're playing them again tonight this is how it works so they play like three in a row and so the yankees have won twice and then now they're playing again tonight so we'll see how it is but it's so funny i've never cared about uh baseball before but something happened in toronto like everyone just there was so much blue jay stuff everywhere and i took the train uh, in and out of um union station which is right where the um stadium is so i don't know i felt it i got it. and then i love like uh, pilar i love him now for some reason he just seems like amazing so there we go that was my favorite Oh my god, I always talk so damn much. Okay, please tell me. Stories. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> what is your sugar baker moment? Uh, so I got to see my friend Mara today, which yeah. she's, I think I texted you, a damn light. Um, in the Did you say a damn? Like D-A-Y-U-M? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> a damn ball of light. That is Mara. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it wasn't a great day. It hasn't been a great couple of weeks, but um, I was just kind of like bleh today, um, as you can probably tell, because I texted you and complained all day long. Sorry about that. But no. um, I'm trying to like uh, branch out in my work um, and in my like professional environment, I guess, not just my work, but other areas and kind of learn other things that go on because I'm kind of in my own little bubble and what I do, which is great. And I love it. But also, like, I want to learn about other things, too, and how other people and my coworkers like what they're doing and how mm -hmm. it relates to what I do, but then also how it just functions. And so the head You've kind of, of always been like that, though. You've always kind of been involved in other, like, all parts of the jobs that you true. do, I think, you I know. I just want to know everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the director uh, or the uh, the head of, I guess the head of, user experience. I guess that's what you call him. That's his title. Mm -hmm. He sent out an email to all the other department heads extending an invitation for a webinar today about user experience that anyone could attend. And so I emailed him and I was like, hey, if you've got a spot, I don't know anything about user experience. Can I come to the thing? And he was like, yes. Mm -hmm. And so I... my <laughs> friend, that excited about it? That yeah, he was. He replied with a yes and exclamation point. Yes. Um, oh, he's a cool cute. guy. I like him. And yeah. I was like, oh, wait, my friend Mara is in user experience. So I stalked her calendar and I was like, Mara is also going to be at this thing. Yay! So it was it was informative. Like I learned some stuff because I don't really know anything about user experience. And so I learned about that. Do you want to say what user experience is for people who aren't 
it's at your in your institution because it sounds like a kind of them term right like i feel like i haven't heard it other places i don't hear it a lot of places it is like for everyone who has kind of um uh interaction with the public in any sort of like service capacity so like user experience is the back end of things so like the website and like the catalog and if there's like a chat service for any business or website like all of that stuff is user experience basically like how can you make it easier for your customer or your patron yeah. or whatever to use the things that you have to offer and like making things easy for them and making them realize that certain things are available. Um, and so he talked a lot about just that in general, cause the, it was about like talking about user experience was the webinar. So anyway, all that, that say, seems very sorry. sensible for you to like add that to your repertoire of stuff that you do your job, you know? Yeah, it was it was definitely yeah. helpful. And then I got to see Mara. So, of course, I talked to her for like an hour after because we cannot be in the same space and have a five minute conversation like that it just does not happen. We don't see each other enough and we have a lot in common and we have to mm-hmm. catch up on what each other's doing. Yeah. So I told her before I finally left her alone so she could do, you know, work. Um, <laughs> I was like, I we and I explained to her what the sugar baker moment was because we were talking about my podcast and or our mm-hmm. podcast and um, mm-hmm. she was asking how she could get it and all that and I was like, well, we do this thing. I love sugar people baker do moment. that. It makes me feel so cool. You're like, oh, tell me, like, how do I do this? How do yeah. I find it? Yeah, so cute. And so I told her that thanks to her, I had a sugar baker moment now because I didn't really have one before. Oh, that's really sweet. So yeah, she's a sweetheart. Shout out to Mara. Yay. Shout out to Mara. Thanks for adding to your day. Also, I have to apologize. I just ran away from the mic a minute ago and like put my recording sign on my door. <laughs> but I went like, I think I, but I did yell something at you. <laughs> so if, if that was picked up, because <laughs> I've got these stupid untethered headphones. So That's I'm just funny. like, let me walk around. Oh, wait, anywhere. You can fly anywhere. <laughs> I believe I can fly. Um, I yeah, I had, didn't have my recording sign on my door, and I was like, "This is gonna be the one this day be... since it's like the day before my birthday or something yeah. that eight people will come by and can't I can't leave it off." So I had to do that. Um, so what did we watch time. this week? This week we watched um, episode fifteen of season one that's titled and justice for paul which when i heard this title i just, i didn't really think no you're already laughing shit uh, you know what's coming he needs some justice i know no that's the thing like i didn't think of it as and justice for all you know like the right saying um and i thought of it as paul from like orphan black so which is oh god we can't we can't spoil it even yeah. though it's but two seasons ago, one season ago yeah. now. But Paul needs some justice. We'll just leave it there. Paul needs some justice. And so I was instantly like, I didn't I send you a like Paul you did. with like eight L's. <laughs> oh man. And I was like, oh, justice for Paul. I wish I could have that. Um whatever. So man, I wish people just need to watch Orphan Black since we talk about Do it, it enough. At one point, I think we had talked about maybe even having an Orphan Black podcast, right? But when we're talking about what to do with podcasts, but then we knew that there was already one out there. Yeah, yeah. There's, I think, think it's called After the Black, or maybe that's the show. There's a show and a podcast. That's, well, maybe they're connected. They might be. I don't know. I'm not, I was going to say I'm not that much of a fan. I mean, I am, but like, I don't get too involved in like other things sometimes, I guess. Um, Anyway, so 
<laughs> episode 15, Injustice for Paul, first aired uh, February 15th, 1987. Charlene's new beau, uh, played by D. David Morin, offers to get antiques for them wholesale, but the bargains turn out to be stolen goods. Wow, they just tell you exactly what's going to happen. That's the whole episode. We don't even need to talk about anything. People didn't read it before yes, they watched. Like, isn't that what people used to I know. And scene. I think that because people probably used to read the TV guide to be like, what do I want to watch this week? Jeez, it's called spoilers. It's the same on, (laughs) it's the same on IMDb, except for they add the sentence uh, or uh, the little bit that says, landing the women in prison. Oh, (laughs) if if you need an end cap to your episode. Yeah. There you go. Uh, So. He was an empty nest. That's really the only big thing that I recognize. Uh, I'm sure there are things I didn't watch. But yeah, he was on six episodes of Empty Nest. So. Oh, did you go to IMDb? I did. I looked. Well, I clicked on his name. From IMDb. Yeah. Yeah. Because his. Sorry. No, I was looking at who his pictures with that guy. Uh, What is his name? Shoot. That I can't remember now. That was like the. He was in. Something. I don't know. Who that is. <gasps> For the longest time, I always got him confused with Bill Pullman, but I, but it's not him. But he was also in. Was he in Twister? Uh, Paxton like, was in Twister. Bill Paxton isn't that Bill Paxton? Is it? It's in his IMDb picture with him. Maybe it is, and I just don't recognize him. He has a beard, it. so. No, 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 no. The guy on the right with the beard is. Oh, that's more. him. Yeah, Bill Paxton is on the left. Yes, and that is, oh, that is Paxton. Okay. Paxton. Yeah, but I always got confused because Pullman. I would like obviously not. They're very different actors, but just name wise, I would say yeah, one. I've and I meant done that too. I'm like the one from Twister. No, the one from oh, Independence Day. Like I just was a little kid and I didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah, from anyway. four feet back, he does not look like himself. From four feet back. Well, I have to like, <laughs> talk into the microphone, so it's like I have to be right up on it. Wait! Wait! So, wait! wait. Wait, okay, wait. it's like two feet. It's not all oh. like two feet. Math. I'm tired of just... math. He took Rita Wilson to the prom, though. This D. David Morin guy. Oh, Rita Wilson. In parentheses, Mrs. Tom Hanks is what it oh, says. Oh, she's not Mrs. Tom Hanks. IMDb. She's Rita Wilson. People, come on. Can I edit it's that? <laughs> wait, I think you can, right? Isn't it like Wikipedia? I think if you have, if you're a pro, uh, if you're a pro member, uh, you okay, edit. or if it's like your page or something, you can put stuff. Yeah. I guess. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Okay, that was a, a digression, but they set a plot for us, so whatever. Yeah. Um. So. So we begin, and uh, Charlene is on the phone with Paul, uh-huh. and they're talking about opera, and. <laughs> She loves opera, and she wants to hear Elvis sing the part of the Navy captain in Madame Butterfly. This woman is so crazy. (laughs) So Julia comes down, and she's mad. Or not mad, but she's, like, upset because they might not make payroll. Right? When did Elvis die? Elvis is dead by 1987, right? I wonder if Charlene's the type who, like, believes he didn't really die. Oh, I'll bet. Yeah. 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 Let's see. Yeah. Um, 19- up quite a bit. Seventy-seven. Yeah, hmm. that's the year my brother was born. Me too. Oh, yeah, actually, both our brothers. 
coincidence. So Julia says when she's upset because when Charlene worked for Hayden, whoever Hayden is, um, she always showed the books turning a profit. (laughs) Yeah. But Hayden also had more money coming in. She's like, well, when he had more money coming in than going out. (laughs) That's why. So funny. But here's the, I cracked up when you hadn't seen the episode yet when I was watching it, but I love how they just turned down this like very lucrative job before this because they're so called damn morals or whatever Mm -hmm. nonsense. And then they're freaking broke in the following episode. And I was like, "Mm -hmm." Mm mm-hmm. They could have, they could have decorated the brothel and they would be fine. But now they're scraping, you know, the barrel and trying to figure out how to make money and not fall apart. And Julia's saying things, talking about antebellum money. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd also like to point out, I just looked this up. Hayden was Julia's Uh husband. So apparently, Charlene worked for him first. Uh, oh. I feel like we weren't told before. That I remember. We're not even really told now. It's just you're supposed yeah. to remember the husband. That's interesting. Okay. Also, when you go, uh, Google Julia Sugarbaker Hayden, because I wanted to find out their relationship, under the images, the last one is of um, Jay Beals when she was bet in the L word. So. What does that even have to do with anything? I, I swear, because <laughs> it's your computer. Google's figuring it out. <laughs> Google is figuring you out. They're like, she wants some Aretha Franklin. She wants some Beals legs. She wants some L word. Like, come on, they know. They know your game. Google knows me. Google, <laughs> Google knows, me. knows. Man, um, sneaky. So yeah, she's like you said. She starts bringing up antebellum money. Like she's put in yeah. all her antebellum money in this business. Yeah. And it may fail, apparently. Yeah. And Charlene says, well, she put all her anti-Charlene money in this business. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and then Mary Jo comes in. Oh, dear. She's super upset. She's yeah. supposed to save them. Yeah, she's supposed to save them. It's all up to Mary Jo. Yeah. But the woman they were trying to get to go with them instead chose to go with Regency Interiors. Maybe because of something Mary Jo said to her. Oh, my gracious. So this woman was trying to get some chairs that Mary Jo said, someone of her bulk. Let's go ahead and just sit on that word. Bulk. (laughs) (laughs) Shouldn't get because it's like peacock feathers, which a let's go ahead and leave the peacocks alone. Let's let them have their feathers. But yeah, like she says something about like she should lose like 50 pounds or something. Now, who is Mary Jo to be speaking? She's a twig. I know. She can't be talking to everyone else's weight. That's not fair. No. Um, But uh, yeah, so she put her foot in her mouth and the woman decided to not use them, rightfully so. Yeah, and then Mary Jo also has to point out that she can see her obituary now. Fat, feathered, fanny falls through floor. How did oh you even my God, say I that? Totally missed the parts. <laughs> also, that's rude. But that's like, so rude. So then they get to talking about white lies and how Mary yes. Jo just needs to learn to tell white lies. And then Mary, and, uh, Charlene goes off on a, on a tangent like she does. And she's like, yeah, when you go out for dinner and your date orders a burger and you really want the filet mignon, but you <laughs> order the same thing. And all you really want to do is be at home watching Knott's Landing and eating a whole package of Oreos. Oh my God. I may have to start tweeting. I don't know. I could like live tweet when I watch the episodes because I keep wanting to quote everything. Um, But like, yeah, specifically that bit. I was like, that's kind of our dating life. You know, like I would much rather be at home eating some cookies sitting on the couch. 
not really cookies necessarily, but you know, whatever else sitting on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting on the couch, not worrying about being out with somebody and eating fancy food or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. And then Suzanne starts talking about her previous night's exploits with the man. And Julia. The pulse is just attracted. No, it's not even attracted to her. She said something like even stronger than the word attracted, but that they just are drawn to her or something like that. Yeah. And then Julia says that maybe she should like go public. Are penny stocks still a thing? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What does that even mean? I don't understand. Like she she should be traded on the open market because she goes off with she could sell stock in herself. Oh, that's kind of rude. Yeah. But she got them a client, so stop being sassy, Julia. I mean, she she is good at what she does. Yeah. They never give Susan enough credit. And so she got them this client, and he's a terrible client, and he's the worst thing a man can be. His name is Bo. <laughs> And he's they they're they're all like waiting with bated breath. They're like saying like is he a murderer? Is yeah. he whatever? You know. And she's like, he's no, cheap. he's cheap. <laughs> cheap. So she oh, got this new client, but he's cheap. Which is kind of rough in a client, honestly. Like I, you know, uh, put aside her being silly about a right. cheap man, but if he's their um, uh, client they may want him to actually spend some money <laughs> versus yeah. not, you know, or be arguing with them over money the whole time or something. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so when they get back from, I guess, the consultation, he and his wife, excuse me, are very opposite in their tastes. Yeah. I think Mary Jo was talking about how she wanted, I think, like, turn of the century chic or something, and he wanted, like, mid-century motel room or something new motel yeah something like that that was like uh (laughs) just nothing there you know but twelve thousand five hundred is like his absolute ceiling and his wife wants three rooms full of period pieces and mary joe says they'd have to assemble everything out of a kit by themselves yep to do it sounds like was ikea a thing then probably not if it was they could have they could have gone ikea on this job yeah yeah. Which that would be bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, you know. They have nice stuff. stuff. <laughs> and yeah. Charlene pipes in that her friend Paul, like, is, like, I guess, a dealer in objects yes. and things. And he could probably get yes. them a discount on some of the stuff. State sales. Yeah. yeah. And they they questioned Charlene about this friend of hers. Mm-hmm. And she said, that's okay. I've been watching Phil Donahue and I know my pattern is self-destructive. Oh my god! She's like it's okay. A tiger can change its spots, after all. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so this no. Paul is a very important businessman. Yeah, and he he's always like traveling around and stuff. Yeah, at ten p.m. Ten p.m. Can only meet them at ten p.m. Mm-hmm. And then Anthony I, comes in. I like sent you a text. Like I don't trust this Paul. Nor <laughs> <laughs> should you. Yeah. And so then Anthony comes in. Love his vest always. Mm-hmm. And he's hired a, a crew of guys to help them do all this moving because they have to do it at night. <laughs> I love this exchange. And they're really good at moving large objects quickly. Mm-hmm. And also at driving. I like how it's kind of like given in like spurt, like uh, in yeah. pieces, mm-hmm. you know, that he's like, oh, yeah, they're used to like moving things quickly. Oh, yeah, they're really they're used to like driving away really like, quickly as soon as it's full. Oh, they're used to working at night. Oh, my God. It's so damn funny how it's like you put the pieces together to figure out there from when he was 
uh, in his unfortunate incarceration yeah. time of his life. And so they get everything together, and then uh, Paul comes, and Charlene just like straight up kisses him on the lips. Paul, her friend. Yes. And um, that's the, that's the like the radar for this is probably a, a shitty yeah. dude. Is if apart from Shadow, uh, right. that he, that if she is like attracted to him, like wants to jump his bones, <laughs> probably not a good dude. Whoops! So far, so far, that's yeah. been the trend. Um, and I like all of their their outfits. Um, mm-hmm. We we see Julia. Oh, the so mom different. jeans aren't as pronounced this time, but she's got on jeans and like a old plaid well, shirt. Yeah, and Mary Jo does too. And her scar- Mary Jo's scarf is adorable. Yeah. Um, so he's going to take them to his friend's warehouse. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And Suzanne says that he's a real doll. She could really go for him. And Julius says, where he meets all your requirements, he's breathing. Uh-huh. Like every man with a pulse, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, so the the front for this whole thing is that an Arab sheik is having a distress sale because the price of oil dropped. And so he's losing money very quickly. That seems very timely. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't think it would be the same plot. I don't know what it would be. Now, it would be, I have no idea. I'm not going to think about it, waste time doing that. But yeah, it seems very timely that that's a specific part of the plot. Because also there's like mystery, like, oh, this like chic from somewhere we don't know. Like, what? I don't know. Yeah. But he may have like, what, they say something stupid, like 26 houses. 26 mansions. Mansions. Yeah, I guess someone could maybe have 26 mansions, but... whatever it's a lot yeah and so julie is still kind of like iffy about this whole thing and Mm -hmm. suzanne says why do you always have to look a gift horse in the mouth and julia says because if you (laughs) look one in the rear they'll kick you yep so their total of all this stuff is fifteen thousand five hundred and forty two dollars yes and charlene told him they're on a tight budget so he's like man let's just make it an even ten thousand that's a bit Shady, yeah. Oh, it's like, uh, what? Five thousand dollars. That's like, yeah, thirty percent off. Yeah, it's too much. Too much. That doesn't. That's. But I mean, he is a criminal, and yeah, uh, does not help them load the. No, he doesn't help. He's got to get away. He's He's like, oh, I've got a red red eye. But it's just so so shady that he. Um, is willing to take any money from them, you know, yeah. basically. It's like, oh, how about this much? Can, mm-hmm. can you take a check? Oh, yes, you're like family. Just write me a check, whatever. And then in the middle of all this, Suzanne chips a nail. <laughs> and yes, she says, I may for you say it like right. This, yeah. I could just kill that glorious dynam. I thought of you! <laughs> because I'm going to see her. I'm so excited. Okay, sorry. Oh, that's so funny that I was like, I should kill that glorious dynam. That's just, that is the funniest damn thing ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nail. And so at this point, the police bust in and they're all under arrest. Yep. And dun dun dun. Uh, so when we come back, they're in the jail, and Suzanne wants uh, somewhere to freshen up because her mascara is smudged. And they took a picture. And they, yeah, they took a picture. And so, of course, they're not accommodating with the powder room for her. And then she nope. goes on a rant about how you have to buy the most expensive makeup, but it works just as good as like the dollar ninety eight stuff, and it all smudges. <laughs> well, you know. 
I like this commentary <laughs> because, sorry, I don't know where I was going to seem like I was going to go somewhere deep. Well, you know, I have a commentary because I feel the same way about stuff like mascara that I love the cheap, not okay. tested on animals stuff much more than like some fancy, like poor bunnies have had their eyes gouged out with it stuff, you know, that's like fancy and supposed to be great. I'm like, nope. Okay. My like, I think I, the ELF that I get is I think a little bit more than a dollar because a lot of their stuff is a dollar, but it's like, the best I've ever used. Yeah, that's what I get. And it's like... It's less than five, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All their eyeshadow so. is like three. Which is yeah. But see, that's the point. That she's like, why are you told to get the expensive stuff when really everything else is just as good? I'm like, again, it's, it's Suzanne making more sense than people give her credit for. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And of course, Julia argued with the policemen, women, yes. police people, officers. Yeah. And uh, she's name dropped Reese several times. Yes. Points out that, you know, she's going to sue them because mm-hmm. they have violated all of her human rights. All of them. And she's very riled up. And when they close the bars on her, I'll make a gif of this at some point. Oh, yeah. The good. Bars on her. And she says, I make Rambo look like little Mary Sunshine. Am I making myself clear? So funny. <laughs> I've never seen Rambo. Have you seen Rambo? I've seen parts of it. It's I not rocky. It's not. So I don't need to see it, basically. (laughs) It's a little bit more bloody and than we're used to. Yeah, it's not Rocky ending the Cold War. I mean. (laughs) Does that really, that's the only one you like, isn't it? No, I don't know. Except for five, five doesn't exist. I meant to say that's that's your favorite, but I said that's the only one you like. It's not (laughs) the same. I literally meant to say that's your favorite. Oh, man. But it's come up in conversation a lot recently. I love it. It's hilarious. My brother watched it the other night. The whole thing again. Mm-hmm. He was like, I was going to watch five minutes, and here I am two hours later. I watched the whole thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> like, the first one got like an Academy Award, right? It did. It won Best Picture that year. Yeah, yeah. I love it. But no, four. Four is four for you is guys. Where it's at. Kind of, wait, isn't four the one where there's like, where he gets like a robot? He gets like a house yes. robot at four? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. You prefer. God, <laughs> you prefer the Cold War and uh, House Robots and Same Robot. Oh yeah, that's it's true. Wow. Loggins. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and Eddie and the Cruisers. John Cafferty does that Hearts on Fire song. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the what's the wait? What's the actor that's the guy? I totally uh, like Dolph Lundgren. Well, I knew it was like one syllable. And I just oh. couldn't remember. <laughs> I'm sorry, we just got way off topic. <laughs> okay, people okay. need to go watch Rocky Four right go, now. Go watch Rocky Four. Watch them all except for Five. Yeah. Five is dead; it doesn't exist. Watch Apollo Creed, or no, watch Creed instead. It is what Five should have been. Okay, I'm just upset by Four because I'm sad about Apollo. Yeah, like spoilers, but whatever. Spoilers, like, <laughs> Thirty-five me. years later. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay, so... Um, so Charlene still trusts him after all of this. <laughs> oh my gosh, she trusts him too long. She does, and she's like, oh, you know, it's just a mistake. Paul will get us out of here. Don't worry about it. No. And she says it's only jail. And she apparently has been to jail before. Oh, yeah, that's right. In high school, she befriended a girl... Very, ju- and- very judgy about people who go to jail. She is. She's very, very worried about being in jail and judgmental. And but Charlene befriended a girl and like a new girl in town when she was in high school that no one else wanted to be friends with. Yeah. But they got arrested for shoplifting. 
Oof. And she got stripped of her pom-poms. Oh. But she held her head high because she knew it was just she was just a victim of circumstantial evidence. Like them. Mm-hmm. And Paul. And Paul. And mm-hmm. Paul. She points that out. Yeah, no. Uh, so Suzanne wasted her one phone call to cancel <laughs> her body wave appointment. Full body wave. On. Full body wave. Full body wave. You don't just you don't just not show up. Mm-hmm. May never get another May not one. Take her again. Yeah, exactly. I Which mean, is hair. In case people are like, "What the hell is that?" That's her her hair <laughs> done, basically. Uh, and Julia had to stop the check. Um, had to put a stop payment oh, yes. on it because it's ten thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. So she couldn't call Reese to get them out. And Mary Jo called home because she had to tell her kids that she had been held up redecorating some government buildings. Mm -hmm. Uh, She moves a pillow on the cot and says, well, it's kind of (laughs) true. She's working on her white lies. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's cute. But Charlene did call Anthony and told him to make sure to get a hold of Reese. Yes. Yes. So uh, Mr. Watson shows up. And it is Anthony equipped with his white boy voice, which is... Oh, my God. His white boy voice. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, so he's pretending yeah. to be their lawyer. He didn't actually tell them that he was Reese. He just said... They just it. assumed. Yeah, right? he said he was here to help with their case. And they just mm-hmm. assumed he was Reese Watson. Mm-hmm. And he says a funny joke about how he doesn't want to argue with people in uniform. Yes. <laughs> um, and then he's called Reese like six times. He doesn't know what's up. And he, but then Reese does show up. We don't see him, but they see One of my it. favorite jokes ever. <laughs> that when the person comes up and they're like, well, now there's another gentleman saying that he's Reese. And that, and then Anthony's joke is like, it's basically, what is it? That you must remember, be right? dad. Mom was of a darker yeah. skin persuasion. <laughs> what is he like, you know, the liberal South or something yeah, like that? The oh, new liberal South. Yeah. The new liberal, that cracks my ass up <laughs> just to like just to really make everyone uncomfortable and i love it yes um yeah yeah um so they're out they're fine they posted bail uh they've also yeah. located paul he is now in cook county jail in chicago mm-hmm. and the police officer says he's got a rap sheet longer than the mississippi yes and then um i put a note here that says some of monette's cohorts come in after they leave oh <gasps> Oh, I didn't even know. Wait. <laughs> I don't wait, know if they are, are not, sure. but you can tell they're dressed up to be prostitutes. Oh, I was like, wait, how, we didn't see them. I thought you were being serious. Oh, goodness, oh, Aaron. Sorry. Come on. No, no, no. That's that's funny. So, okay. They're, when they get out, they start getting threats. Sorry, I dropped that's my pen. I dropped oh. my Sorry. <laughs> oh. um, you dropped your pen. Oh man, I dropped it. Uh, so oh, yes, man. and they're going to testify against him, mm-hmm. and people are mm-hmm. calling them with death threats. Yep, and Mary Jo comes Suzanne. in incognito. Yes, with her little sunglasses. I love yes. those sunglasses. I want some. You would look good in those sunglasses. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, so Charlene actually went to visit Paul in jail, which is weird. Chicago's not close. Yeah, and <laughs> he said that. Oh no, they they remanded him back to Atlanta. Oh, I missed yeah. that. But but I think the officer said that. Like, yeah, they were bringing him back. Yeah. Um, but she's like, oh, his friend is just a big practical joker. It's fine. Get death threats. No. <laughs> so funny. 
Well, we hear one side of the conversation that Suzanne's on where uh, she's like, no, I would not like to have my face rearranged or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so one by one, they're all kind of backing out testifying. <clears throat> Charlene <throat> doesn't want to testify against him because he's her friend, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary Jo doesn't want to testify because of the threat to her family. Yeah. Uh, Suzanne doesn't want to testify either. And so Julia says she'll go solo. Um, so yeah. he has to stand up for justice or whatever. And which is interesting. I like that. Yeah. And then we see like the next day and Julia's waiting for them in hopes that they'll come. And she's yeah. on the phone with Mrs. Wagner, who has rejoined them. And also, apparently, they need to point out that she has joined Weight Watchers. Oh, yes. On, on uh, Mary Jo's like comment, she decided to yeah. join Weight Watchers. Mm, all right. And um, so Suzanne is the first to show up. Mm-hmm. And she said she never knows what to wear to court. It's so cute. And she, the she tells she a little story in. about going to, you know, the the people at the boutique or whatever. Yeah. And it's very cute because she showed up for her sister. And she always yeah. said the right thing. And she said something like, we are related after all or something like that. Yeah, I think. she said something about them having the same mom. Yeah. And then Mary Jo comes in and she says that she was talking to her kids and she quoted John F. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And saying, you know, ask not what you can do for your country. Ask not what your country can do for you. <laughs> ask what you can do for your country. And then she comments she mm-hmm. always had an enormous crush on him. Of course. And then Charlene shows up as well. And uh, she said she's been thinking about it and what Julia said and that her place is with her friends. Also, Paul's lawyer called her and said that if they didn't testify, he wouldn't name them as accomplices. If they did not testify, he would not name them. Yes. Okay. Which is ridiculous. So he's trying to barter with them. We're not accomplices. Exactly. Like that's they were duped. You know, gross. Uh, so then the the last line of the episode is Charlene saying, "Okay, let's go. Tr- let's go fry this sucker." Yo, yeah. I mean, I like how they've banded together and they're gonna make it work, and it's all about friendship in the end or whatever, you know? Yeah. Right. But still, it's still kind of they're a little light with like they are getting like death threats. So yeah, it's a, little, a little disconcerting. Like it wasn't, it wasn't taken that seriously, but maybe not whatever. as seriously as it should have been. They had, well, they said yeah. that they had, you know, like police protection and unmarked. Cars. Oh yeah. 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 That they was never saw them. Yeah. That's cause that's what I think someone said. Like, I haven't seen him. Like, well, you're not supposed to, I think it was what Mary Jo said. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That's like, it's a, it was very sitcom They wrap it up. Okay. Yeah. They're going to go and like, you know, take care of business and get him in trouble. Nice, Boom. Nice little bow. Yeah. And as you said too, uh, it's a nice little like lighter episode after the stuff that we tackled. Oh yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Excuse me. When I texted you, that was like, Oh, we were so annoyed by last week that this one didn't get as much into it, you know? Yeah. We could just, like, talk about it. Not like get riled up about it. Yeah. Get on our soapboxes. No. Gosh. Oof. I mean, we're on that enough, but we didn't I have mean, anything to get up on th- th- this week, I think. Yeah. So, do you have a favorite outfit? I love Nicole. Yes, it is. It's um, it's Suzanne's first outfit uh, where Fabulous. she's wearing. Okay. She's just wearing like 
I don't know, pumps. They look kind of like they're maybe match the top. And a red, oh, sorry, a black skirt that's like almost a pencil skirt, but kind of bigger. Uh, but this very beautiful kind of like fuchsia uh, top that has, what would you call, like ruffles? Yeah, around very like, large. Her neckline? The neckline is insane. It's just all around, you know, like the, it's like lapels, but like huge, roughly things, basically. Yeah. Took many pictures of it. Oh my God, it's amazing. And it's so funny because it's so out, oh, that's a cute picture of her all. Um, it's so like outlandish and they, like uh, they all kind of comment on it, mm-hmm. you know, and that like it, it was in the conversation about Little White Lies. And uh, Julia uses it as an example of how you can use a white lie by saying that she thinks that, um, God, does she use the word interesting as well? I know Mary Jo uses the word interesting, that Suzanne looks very interesting in that outfit. Suzanne, so she's going to take that as a compliment. But the funny, really funny thing is I kept thinking of um, when my friend Lee would eat like a new food creation of mine. Like whenever I'm, I'm look, I'm a good cook, whatever, but like I do make some, I thank you, but I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and own that. But I do make up some stuff sometimes <laughs> or, and I also like things that like are kind of not as norm, I guess, to what some people's diets are or are like out of the box for some people. So whenever I would just kind of make up something or I would, try something that I love, but that like Lee had never had before. And she didn't necessarily like it, but didn't necessarily dislike it. She would just taste and go, that's interesting. <laughs> like every time, and it would be even like when it was like the first time I gave her like Thai tea or something, or like I would make these really weird things in the crock pot sometimes. And, um, where I just like threw everything in there and it was like saucy and whatever, but it was, so I thought of that. When she's like, that's interesting. <laughs> when they're saying that Suzanne looked very interesting in her outfit, I think it looks great. And it's cute because when she gets I the second it. compliment from um, Mary Jo, she's like, maybe I should get this another color, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that. So cute. Okay. So, um, what was your favorite outfit? Uh, my favorite outfit is Mary Jo's incognito outfit. Yeah. Wait, uh, incognito. Yes. Yeah. When good- she comes in after, like before they're supposed, before they decide that they're all going to go testify when the police are yeah. supposed to be outside. She comes yeah. in and we talked about sunglasses. There's, a, there's these amazing 80 sunglasses. I'm pretty sure my mom had some with some, like they were shaped differently, but they of had some of that detailing on them. Yeah. And she has this like very cool, like overcoat on and like a big scarf. Well, it's not an overcoat. Mm-hmm. It's like a blazer, but it's longer with a yeah. scarf and just like regular pants but then she's carrying this like reddish brown briefcase that she like clutches to her and then she has <laughs> on these bright red pumps uh-huh or, like deep red pumps uh-huh and i just like i love it i love the whole thing and then it's she's so like great. when she's talking to suzanne she's like twirling the sunglasses i love it she it's like she gets a little kick out of yeah having something exciting happen even though it's kind of scary but it's yeah. still something exciting in her exciting. life <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. That was so fun. That was fun. And always, also, shout out to Anthony's vest because they oh. always – we almost need to have a vest count to add to the boot count. Good <laughs> Man, I love his vest. Yeah. They're so good. I don't – it's so funny because, like, they're in Atlanta. Yeah. It's hot. Mm. I mean, it's February. But, like, I'm getting ready to go – well, not getting ready. I'm going to February to a wedding for my cousin – Oh, yeah. And like, they're like two hours south of Atlanta, but like, 
Yeah. They might be marrying. I don't know where they're getting married. Uh, but they okay. live in Atlanta. And so I I feel like I'm be wearing like a short sleeve dress. Like <laughs> really in February? It's hot in Georgia. It can be cold sometimes. No, I guess not. I haven't been in Georgia. I was thinking of North Carolina, which isn't the same as Georgia I mean, at all. It does sometimes get chilly, but usually it's like yeah. mild. So maybe, yeah. maybe it's an unusually but cold winter. Maybe I that's why he has the vest because he doesn't need a full coat. <laughs> Compared to women with like 8,000, like they have so, so much fabric. Yeah. And Suzanne's like fur necklace, neck, neck, whatever. Oh man. Thing, yeah. Detailing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. So yeah. All right. Episode. This episode. Woo. Yay. Thanks for, uh, <laughs> for joining us for another week. Um, we're on all the things. Mm-hmm. As Sugar Baker Girls, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram. Uh, we're on Facebook as the girls who came to Sugar Bakers. Um, and Podbean, of course, is our official site. But we mm-hmm. have the YouTubes and the Pinterest and all those things. Um, if you like us, like what we do, hate us, whatever, uh, please take a moment to rate and review us on the iTunes. Apparently, iTunes just goes by the amount of ratings you get in order to like recommend it to people. Mm-hmm. They don't go by whether it's good or bad. No. Or something like that is what I heard recently. So I'm surprised by that. But whatever. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. We will see you next time. Bye. Okay. Bye. And I also found out how far my Bluetooth capability with the headphones is since i just walked to the kitchen it's not to the kitchen oh it does not go that far because it makes a little sound but it's like they turn off kind of it's like yeah